another episode of Daily Feasting on the Words of Christ by helping disciples of Jesus Christ to engage with the Book of Mormon on a more personal and deeper level. And today is 389 to 390. And um, it begins with five people from the crowd going to check out to see if what Nephi said is correct. Um, and Mormon gives us kind of an insight into where they were at mentally as they were going to check to see if the chief judge was killed. They did not believe that Nephi was a prophet. Um, but they were going to check anyway. They were going to see, okay, is this right or is this wrong? We're going to, we're going to experiment upon this. We're going to act upon this and see if this really is right or wrong. And, you know, even though they didn't initially believe, because of their willingness to check, they were able to receive an answer, which was that Nephi was right. And because Nephi was right, they believed and were converted. You know, most of the people in the crowd didn't act on what Nephi said. Um, instead, they just made up excuses for why, you know, he must have been right. You know, they said, oh, he must have, uh, it must be a conspiracy. He conspired with another person to kill the chief judge so that it would look like he was a prophet. You know, or, oh, it was the five who killed the chief judge to make it look like Nephi was a prophet. You know, the the people who didn't go and actually check, they just made excuses. They just tried to figure out, you know, how could Nephi be right without it being the power of God? But the five who did go and look and checked and acted upon it, they were the ones who received a testimony that Nephi was a prophet and that everything he testified of was true. You know, and maybe our conversions are similar. You know, if we want to have a testimony of something, whether or not, like to know if it's true or not, we need to act on the things that they tell us to do, which would be the commandments. You know, if we start by keeping the commandments, then we can see if God blesses us or not. We can see if we have more joy in our lives or not. You know, it's an experiment. You know, if we read the Book of Mormon every day, do we receive the blessings that the prophets have told us we would receive? God blesses those who act and put effort into what they're doing. You know, the prophets have said that God loves effort. And so, um, you know, he doesn't, the person who doesn't act doesn't receive the blessings because that's how it works. If you don't put an X, you're not going to get Y. 
But if you put in the work, then you're going to receive the blessings that come with that work. Um. And also what I thought was interesting about the five, you know, they got cast into prison because everyone thought they were the murderers. And when they came out and they said, nope, we're, we're not the murderers, and the judges let them go, you know, they stood and talked to the judges and were like, Nephi is a prophet, and you shouldn't accuse him. And it says in the scriptures that the five were able to confound all the judges. You know, maybe these people were a part of the church but just weren't faithfully living the church, or maybe they're new to the gospel, I don't know. But what was interesting is that they were, what's interesting to me is that they were able to confound the judges, even though they were newly converted. Right? They, their conversion, or their testimony that Nephi was a prophet, was very young. And yet they were able to confound the judges whom, as a judge, you got to know a lot about the law and about how to, and you got to know a lot about logic. And usually they're esteemed as very knowledgeable and very wise people. And so these five men who are not judges, who recently gained a testimony that Nephi is a prophet, were able to stand against them and to confound them in their words. I think, I don't know, I think that's cool. Maybe for me what I kind of get out of that is it doesn't matter how old or young you are in your testimony or in your conversion to the gospel, that God stands with you when you stand with him. Right, if you stand and defend Christ, his teachings, and his prophets, that God's going to be there with you, helping you. And that, um, you know, it's, I don't know, I just think that's cool. And that we don't have to be super knowledgeable in the gospel to be able to defend it. Like, all, all you need is a testimony of something right you and you can defend that thing you can say I don't know about the other stuff yet but I do know this right for those people that are like I we have a testimony that Nephi is a prophet of God and then he knows our iniquities and our wickedness and everything he said that's going to happen to us is going to happen to us unless we repent Right? They now have a testimony in that, in that in Nephi's message, and in that his message came from God. And they can stand firm in that. And not be confounded. I, don't know. I thought it was cool. Um, the judges, however, don't listen to the five. They still try to accuse Nephi. And Nephi being a prophet, you know, he's... <laughs> you can't cross 
prophets and their words. It just doesn't work. I know exactly what you're trying to do. But they try. And Nephi is like, guys, you are so hard-hearted. Look, I gave you a sign and you didn't listen. So I'm going to give you another. And he tells the judges to go interrogate the chief judge's brother. And he actually starts giving very specific details about how the interrogation will go. A fun little fact. Every time I read Nephi giving how the interrogation will go, uh, a memory from my mission comes up. My mission president is a former FBI interrogator. So, mission interviews were great. <laughs> I love my mission president. He was so kind and so understanding. You know, he wasn't actually... You know, many people probably would be... Uh, who are familiar with, like, missions and mission presidents would be like, oh, dang, that must have been so scary. But I don't think I was ever scared to be interviewed by president, by my mission president. Um, Because he was just so understanding. He would listen a lot and not speak a whole ton. And so... Like, yes, I think he had the skills to interrogate people and to find out the truth, but it probably was only scary if you were a disobedient missionary. And so if you were trying to do your best, then it wasn't scary to be interviewed by president, by my mission president. <laughs> and he always had f- cool stories to share. Um, He always... At least of the stories I've heard, he shared cool ones with me. Uh, but the ones that I've heard, he shared with like, the whole mission. So, um, but he he shared cool stories about his work. And with this one, he says, this is cool because in the Book of Mormon is the outline of how FBI interrogations kind of actually go. And my mission president went into like the psychology of it a little bit and like how it works and what it does to the person you're interrogating when you question them like this and it goes like it's you know accurate president my president was like yeah this is this is how we interrogate people and to him it was just a testimony that like god knows everything because you know this is in the book of mormon God revealed to Nephi how this would go, so God, like, knows proper interrogation techniques. I don't, I don't quite remember. It's been a while. It's been a little over two years now, just by a few days. Um, the, the 20th of March was my two-year mark, uh, of being home for my mission. Um, 
and uh, so yeah it's been a while but you know I, I think of my mission president and I think of you know how God knows everything including how interrogations can go and that God can reveal all things to us through his prophets right our current prophet today is President Russell M. Nelson and God can reveal all things to President Nelson and President Nelson can share those things with us when the Lord commands it You know, and whatever the prophet does share with us is important because those are the things that God wants us to know. And so... That's kind of all I got out of my reading today was just those thoughts. Um, But even though my thoughts are small, I still can feel the spirit as I study the Book of Mormon, you know, and as I talk about prophets and them receiving revelation from God, I I can feel the spirit witnessing to me that that's true that God does speak to his prophets today on earth and that, um, you know, President Nelson is a prophet and what he shares with us is what God wants us to know. And so I think it's really important to pay attention to what a prophet tells us and to follow up the best we can. General Conference is coming up soon. I'm excited for that because I always love General Conference. It's so good. Um... And Easter Sunday is on General Conference again. I'm so excited. I love it when Easter and Conference mix together. It's the best of both worlds. And, uh, but, yeah, so... Something that I... And you've probably heard this over the years, too, is come to General Conference with a question. You know, are, are there things that you're wanting to know or understand... And it can be anything, right? For me last year, I think my questions were like, uh, you know, what should I do with my life? How can I have more faith? Um, Or it can be questions like, should I go to this school or that school? Like, literally, any questions you have about anything, like, Should I do this career or that career? How can I help this person? What can I do to be better? Anything and everything. Just come to General Conference with a question. And come with a way to record promptings or things that stick out to you. Like I usually like to write phrases or words that catch my attention and and then especially like talks that I want to read later like I'll write those down 
And so I highly encourage y'all for when general conference comes up that you do that. But also, like, if you've received anything, like, had any thoughts during your study or listening to this, like, any thoughts you've had, record them in a way that you'll remember. And, you know, if you've received promptings, act on those. I think they'd be great, and I, and I really hope that you're taking the time to study the Book of Mormon and to really apply it to your life, to think about, okay, what is it that I can learn from this? What is it that the Lord wants me to learn from this? Or, like, how can this help me in my life? And just really take the time to ponder and to think how the Book of Mormon can help you. Because I totally believe it can, no matter what situation you're in. Because the prophets has said that the book is for our day. So this book is for you. And since God is an all-powerful, all-knowing being, I totally think that this book can apply to everyone in any situation. Because God's got all the power. Nothing's impossible with him. And I hope that you remember you're awesome. God loves you. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.